Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is Babe. Babe. God. We're we back. Go. Okay, we're back. We're okay. back. Um, you know, we, we would have been back. <laughs> what? We would have been back sooner if someone posted our episode. Hey, I did post the episode, but I posted it as a bonus for my Patreon supporters of Sex Unique podcast, because you know where her loyalty lies. Someone listeners refused viewers. to record an entire episode and only recorded a thirty-minute episode. I had which to get I my felt, haircut. Yeah, but I felt like that wasn't enough. And maybe I don't I think will. The, I don't think the readers would have cared that we. Well, I think the readers are actually the listeners, and I think the listeners want more, not less. So I think maybe they just want something at all. If, they, if they had gotten a thirty-minute episode, like. I think they would have been... It's better than no episode. Am I right or am I right? Do you know that Ryan doesn't even subscribe to this podcast? <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm serious. He has not subscribed or rated his really, own We have podcast. some really good new reviews. What we have do they like, say? We have like 85 reviews now. And really? Have, yeah. And we have 225 um, star ratings. Love that. Um, they're great. They're all amazing. They're so funny. There was this one that was like, I know Ryan loves reading the reviews and I'm sorry that it's not that funny. But then she like said something like, I'm a dried out husk version of myself. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> And I was like, you're, no, honey, you're mistaken. I'm lolling. Yeah. Like, I'm already lolling. I'm on board. Our listeners are lollers. They fucking get it. They fucking get it. And um, you hung out with one of them. Oh, I did. Okay. So let's talk about what we've been doing since we've been away. Yeah. I went to Key West. Mm-hmm. Um, when I told people I was going to Key West, I got a lot of what? <laughs> I got a lot of babe. Well, you had a lot. Your <laughs> I got journey, a lot of babe. Your journey to getting oh, to even it. Key West was forget a, it. a full I babe. I was full-blown psycho. So I'm really... I'm really anxious, ambivalent person. I go back and forth all the time. So I booked like three trips before I booked the <laughs> U.S. I booked a trip to Cabo. And I'm talking about like booked. I'm talking about airfare, airport, like air, like hotel. And then I just changed my mind. And so actually I did book a trip to Cabo, canceled it. What changed your mind about going to Cabo? Um, I feel like that's when you made the gravest mistake. I don't know. Of yeah, the year. I don't know. I think because I thought that I would be getting bored. Oh, also, it was really expensive. The hotels were really expensive in Cabo. Oh, okay. And it was like sort of like I thought, okay, I want to spend that much money if I go to Europe. I don't want to go to Mexico because when you go to Cabo, you just stay at the resort and it's like you're, you know what I mean? It's like you're not really getting a real experience. You're just getting margaritas poolside. And yeah, you but you could get anywhere. a Airbnb yeah. or like a rent house. Yeah. In Cabo? I yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. You're right. That's you should have... Next time I urge you to employ me as your travel agent and let no. me show you the world. So then I finally... So Ryan I canceled finally, Cabo. I canceled Cabo. He called me... He, like, called me from next door and was, like, after he had told me all about Cabo. And I was like, amazing. Like, go to Cabo. Live, laugh, love. 
he's like, babe, I canceled Cabo. I can't take it. I just can't do it. And then he, and then embarked on Jonathan like a, was like, I'm out. Jonathan was like, I can't <laughs> talk about this anymore. Leave me alone. Jonathan just and like, I just, sidebarred and I was like, this is out of control. Like, no, oh, and we both were like, we're worried about him. I and I was like, he needs to get it together. <laughs> I know. And he was like, he was like, I'm out. He's like, just send me the, whatever, wherever we go. I don't fucking care. Just send me the, whenever you book it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So then finally I landed on Key West of all fucking places. I don't know why. You I, thought that Key West was like a gay paradise. I thought it was like Provincetown but florida <laughs> and it wasn't let's just put it that way it wasn't i mean i don't mean to talk shit because it is a you very had beautiful charm well uh, i had fun not really <laughs> i didn't i'm being honest okay. i did not have that much fun we stayed in a really cute place and the weather was beautiful we had cuban coffee every day which was amazing cuban coffee is fucking i mean it's like crack it's like mm-hmm. adderall it's mm-hmm. like insane um we yeah but no i i don't know i wasn't actually i was in a weird headspace i think during the trip and i was kind of anxious and just feeling weird and then i also didn't really love the town of key west like at night like the nightlife was not what i expected it to be also it's not as gay as people told me it was there were three gay bars there were like trump t-shirts like yeah it was not i know i know so even like the most lib part of florida is still fucking florida well i don't i don't know if key west is like the most liberal part of florida i don't know i'll bet miami Miami is pretty liberal so well we went to miami because we fucking whatever anyway so i feel like when you're on vacation and things aren't going your way you completely babe oh i have a meltdown and i I want to leave and then you you don't even want to be there anymore and you're just like done you refuse you go into a state of (laughs) utter refusal and well i always leave a vacation a day early i can't remember a vacation which i actually stayed the full run i love you, leaving so a you day early. reschedule everything to leave a always day. yeah honey cancel everything rescheduled <laughs> 20 times like literally that's just who i am i've always been that but way babe that is it's like fucking egregious. crazy it's fucking crazy i know that's crazy it's crazy so is that, just, do you feel like a hit of like dopamine when you do that like is of. it like is it well, the it's spending? control it's control is what it is I don't but like it's also like a, it's a power move and a, like a flex. Yeah, but it's about control. I don't like I, if I want to go, I want to go now. And I want like it's about getting the control back. I'm a control freak. I know. what I am. But that seems financially no, unsustainable. It's yeah. It's <laughs> like and like, Christine said last yeah, night. Christine. Unsustainable. Yeah, she was like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> so anyway, I tried to leave on New Year's Eve. <laughs> And they were like, we can't. You called me and you were like, I was like, how is it? And you're like, it's fine. But like, I just, I have to get out of here. Like, I'm going to leave tomorrow. I was like, you're going to leave on New Year's. Like, you're going to leave one day early, like change your flight. I I was like, that probably would cost like $700 to change your flight. So you're like, money is no object. I'm leaving Key West. (laughs) So So anyway, okay. So. I try to leave. We can't because it's a small airport. There are no flights available. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, fuck. And um, oh, also, I was not really in a turn up space with QS. I was really in a turn down space. So I didn't drink that much and I didn't get drunk. I didn't get really like, I got drunk like probably one or two of the nights that we were there. And uh, the best night I had, the highlight was truly running into a babe listener. Mm-hmm. I was at my favorite neighborhood bar because, you know, I already had it. Yeah. After day two. What was it? You know me. I love just going to the same place every day. Yeah. Uh, it was a place called The Roost and it was really cute. It was cute. right by our hotel. It was like amazing cocktails. This amazing woman was the bartender slash owner and she was just like full of lols and like had some stuff to say, <laughs> had a story love. about where she came from. She was from Ireland. You know, it's whatever. Like, she gave me exactly what I needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we were there one night. We would always get a nightcap there because we'd go to the gay bars. We, everyone there, 
all the gay guys there looked like Charlie's Theron and Monster. Like, <laughs> like they were like, <laughs> it was like not the one. Me and I think me and me and Jonathan, I think we're subconscious like searching for a threesome mm-hmm. like we never spoke it to each other but i think we both kind of you were, were cruising like, oh honey we were cruising and we were losing because it was not i love one. you thinking that you've gone you've gone to like the chicest sexiest place oh i know and like then this gay getaway and like, it's i just- don't understand how you got in your head that like that was going to be exactly what you wanted. Like, I don't the know. The thought process At, baffles me, but no, it was insane to be like, oh, instead of Cabo, instead of Mexico, to, where literally hot people go. What the fuck was I thinking? I, I honestly, I like, don't know, but I could. No, I was. It was like banana. You had to be split brain. So yeah, it was just crazy. You had to be left nuts. to your own devices. Yeah, I had to come to it on my own. Yeah, it was never, and I had to fly there to realize it was a mistake, which I, I often do. But like, are you going to change this behavior in the future? No why i don't know what do you mean change well are you gonna like incorporate other people's decision making in the process and like go down like a lot of things so that you get what you want out of your vacation or are you gonna make like i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know you don't really know how to vacation no i do i had a great time in Provincetown last summer yeah i had so much fun that trip i was like living laughing and loving but yeah sounds different Provincetown is, is different is my safe place Provincetown yeah. is like utopian for me mm-hmm. it's like i i feel i feel truly like safe there and yeah i feel like it's my place it's it's just great it's mm-hmm. a fucking special place you liked Provincetown, right yeah i liked it <laughs> i didn't i wasn't in love with it but right. i lo- i love i thought it was beautiful there yeah, was but beautiful. like i don't I felt for me as a woman, yeah, who like cares? who's straight, it's like truly who cares, like say goodbye to your vagina for like right. a week if you're there. Like right. people wouldn't even like look at me or like acknowledge my existence, <laughs> and I'm really used to being acknowledged by <laughs> by the world. And so yes. Provincetown was not truly giving me what I needed. Fair, fair enough. But I liked it, and I loved like the shows that we went to. Yeah. I thought they were so funny, it and like great. it was the, great. The shows in Key West were not great we went to a drag show that was just like a true american horror story <laughs> it was embarrassed it was sad it was sad so anyway smash cut i'm at the roost which i immediately designate as like my safe space and we're there every night and we run into a girl was like are you ryan o'connell and i'm like yes <laughs> i i immediately come alive suddenly the vacation I immediately shifted come alive. yeah jonathan just sees me i'm like ding, 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 ding. i'm like hello Hi, nice <laughs> to meet you oh my- <laughs> God, you are the worst on this vacation. I know. I'm you're like, I'm not having fun. I hate it here. This really blows. And then someone's like, are you Ryan O'Connell? And you're like, why? Yes, I am. How kind of you to ask. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, Jonathan's just like slowly cutting his wrist. With like, He's like, babe, can you have fun with me? And you're I like, know. no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was, it was fucked up. So basically, we met we this girl, Alyssa, and her friend, Megan, who... They're just the sweetest. They're just like lollers. And Megan is truly hilarious. And this girl lists as an engineer, which I think is kind of chic. Mm-hmm. She lives in Boston. She loved Key West. It was kind of like, I was trying to like get her to talk shit on it. And she was like, no. She loved it there. She loved it. She was like feet per- firmly planted on the ground. She I was like that. firmly pro Key West. There's a reason it's so popular. Is there? <laughs> well, it seems to be there's love for Key West in the world. <laughs> it's true. I just couldn't. You're just not relating. Gonna find it. Anyways, mm. go on. Um, and we, I got we got drunk. It was so fun. And then I like ate a cheesesteak before bed. I went got a Philly cheesesteak. It was delicious. It was truly like amazing. I remember the next day waking up and then being like, that was a good Philly cheesesteak. Wow. I What's know. a twist? I know, right? It was yum, yum, yum. 
So then, <laughs> did someone say that she, when I say yum, yum, yum? Did someone say that? Yeah, someone wrote in the comments, they're like, when Ryan says like, yum, 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 it feels like an assault. It's gross. Yeah. Yum, it's yum, offensive. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> I too hate it. I stand with the listener. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, I'm sorry to trigger anyone with that. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, so then getting home was a troll. True troll. Oh, but yeah. But in a weird way, it's funny. I babe out at nothing, but when it comes to like actually babe out, like in instances in which anyone would babe out, I actually get VV calm and don't babe out. It's very weird. So case in point, uh, we get thrown off our flight from Key West mm-hmm. because they're like, there's too many people. So the six, pe- the last six people that check in are kicked off. And I was like, well, that's not going to be us. And they're like, Jonathan Parks, Ramage and Ron O'Connell. And I was like, <laughs> ah! And we had to take a shuttle to Miami. The flight was canceled. We couldn't, we just couldn't get him. We were stranded in Miami. Yeah. And Jonathan was like melting down. Jonathan mm-hmm. was like fucking freaking out. And I just like didn't care. Honestly, it's weird. Like when you get deeply trolled like that, you just have to lol. No, I when you like, have a deep troll, it's, you can't do you anything. You can't about do anything it. about it. There's nothing about, like, there's nothing I can do about it. It's like, but also I feel like it's like part of your like control thing is like, if it's like a baby, like if you're swaddled in a troll, you can't do anything. So you're like calm and surrender. It's and, truly like a but when you're situation. like untethered and like the world can be your oyster, you're literally then I'm like overwhelmed. A true and I have babe, too many options, yeah, and, and I don't like, know what to do. Ah, I hate yeah, it. And yeah. Like, it's I know. Like, well, because I had no choice. It was like, clearly we were going to Miami. We we're going to miss our flight. We had to yeah. stay in Miami. And you just and, you have know, to deal. It's fine. We were going to get reimbursed. We we're going to stay at a nice hotel. We we're going to have like a yummy dinner. It was our anniversary. I actually felt like it was kind of like I would I would have preferred that than like whatever. I feel like that's the universe tell, like showing you how to like just like relax. Like giving you that surrender. day of vacation that you truly needed where it's like we're going to have fun, go out. Like, I'm just going to accept that this is where we are and this is what we're doing instead of trying to be like stressing out about leaving early or like whatever. Right. Totally. It's an interesting. Yeah. But twist. Jonathan was like, and also I think, and I think you and I do this too. And I think everyone probably does this is that when one person is freaking out, you can't have two people freaking out. No. So Jonathan's freaking out. Okay. And it's like, well, I can't do that. I can't join the choir freaking out. I have to be the calm one. I have to be like, babe, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And I was that person. Cause you just cannot have both people freaking out. Yeah. You cannot. It's just not productive. It's like, it's going to troll you so deeply. You have to be like the strong one. Someone has to be the strong one. Yeah. I guess that's like a bonus of being in a relationship for yeah, some but, people. But I mean like you and I do that too. Like we don't freak out at the same time. No, but we also freak out. Well, like if you're, if you freak out, no, I guess we don't like fully freak out at the same time, but we understand why the other person's freaking out. Yeah. But like, we don't add to the fire. Like our, our instinct is to like put the fire out. Yeah. And, and say not, like a positive spin yeah, and, and be like supportive. Flames. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we can't. Yeah. It's just not going to work. I'm glad that you had a good. <laughs> so now I'm happy to be back. I, well, it's also like you feel such guilt when you go on vacation and it's not what you want. You feel like Veruca Salt. You know, it's like, you're like, mm. like, it's just like, it just doesn't, it's like, like vacations are so precious and there's so much money. But I think like, that also go, comes down to the planning element where you need to like think through and not babe out while you're planning. And then in a babe haze plan a vacation that is like truly not going to Also just you. like, don't go to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Like. Just go somewhere go. you want to go. I went to Miami four years ago, and I remember being like, "This is I don't like this place. It sucks." I love when you're like, "Back to Florida, I go." I know. You're like, "Mexico, <laughs> no. Mexico, easy, convenient, beautiful, like stunning people. No, 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 no. To Key West we go. I know, I know. It's, it's true. A real. I want to go to Cuba. Okay. 
right, whatever. I, <laughs> I feel like you won't like Cuba, but what do I know? I mean, I'm literally I'm only speaking because I want to go to episode of Kardashians where they go to Cuba. They go to Cuba, yeah, for what? For fun. To do what? To like ride around in vintage cars and lol. Oh, okay, chic. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, go to Cuba. I want to go to I Sao Paulo your... and I want to go to Brazil. Okay, wait, what? Can we talk about <laughs> Sao Paulo's in Brazil? I'm sorry. I meant to say Buenos Aires. Welcome to Ryan's Travel Podcast. I know. We're all Where he talks you. about places he wants to go, goes there, and then shits on them. <laughs> and realizes he never wanted to go on that I know. Vacation. I'm sorry. Anyway, but I had a great time hanging out with Alyssa and Megan. And Megan, who didn't, didn't listen to the podcast, Megan was drunk, and she was just like, what are you talking about? She's like, who is this person? She was that. genuinely confused. Uh, but, as to how Alyssa knew you? Yeah. She was like, who is this person? But she also, she lived in St. Augustine, and we called her the first lady of St. Augustine, because <laughs> she was so <laughs> iconic. She was. I love that. She was yeah. so funny. Well, I'm glad it picked up. Briefly. Briefly. Yeah. yeah it was and a- I hope you learn from the situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but what did you do? You were in Oklahoma. I went to Oklahoma for nine days. That is crazy. Which is a crazy amount of time to go back. talk about it. Did you have fun? Yeah, I did. I mean, I had a, like a 48 hour, very dark period where I kind of like babed out on some family members and started a lot of drama. Well, I just, my family, Oklahoma is like so not. It's like so not me, but then so also is a huge part of me and my identity as like a human being is like growing up there and being from there. It's like my hometown, Oklahoma City. But like in the past, I've had problems with like feeling connected to that, like growing up there. And then also like just like family dramas and trolls that have left me like bitter to some extent. And now I'm kind of like... I've started to move through those and get to the other side where it's like, it's nice to go back. And I like value the time that I get to spend with my family members who I never see and like get to know them on like a new level and like operate from a place of like forgiveness about the past. Rather than operate from a place of babe. Yeah. But then (laughs) sometimes my place of babe creeps in. And (laughs) one problem I do have like with my family members and they know this now that I told them explicitly, but it was like a lot of them voted. Most of them voted for Trump. That's crazy. And That's so, nuts. who voted for Trump? Your mom, mom, dad, brother. Oh, fuck me. So, did anyone not vote for Trump? Sarah, she didn't vote. I don't know if she voted. I, I think she, I don't know. But it's like the whole thing. It's it's triggering, but it's also like it's hard to explain. Like obviously, I was like infuriated by that, and like, and I hadn't. I've kind of discussed it with my mom, but not really like with my dad or brother. And then we like opened up a conversation my dad likes to troll by like bringing up like a controversial topic and then just like lay it out at the dinner table for people to discuss and then like fight over and so i got baited into like a trump discussion by my dad with my brother and i just like i just like went off the rails and was like well trump's a fucking racist i was like your vote supports racism how do you feel like high five over your white supremacy like and just like went off and it was inappropriate it was inappropriate like my family is not, not inappropriate. a family of, but my family is not a family of racists they're not like white them, supremacists but, i know but them voting i mean that's so i know dark. but babe like that's so dark but honey i think that we have a perspective living in la and being like coastal elites or whatever of like <laughs> change the, are we chained to the rhythm yeah, we're chained to the rhythm. But also it's like, we don't like, of course it's dark and like you and I would not vote for that. And like, it's like, we're, but but people, why do they vote for that? But people in a different part of the world and the country have like their own reasons. And it's like, 
it's such a device. What I just, what I learned from this troll meltdown where I basically accused my brother of being racist and he flipped out on me, told me to go fuck myself and that I was a bitch. And I was like kind of shocked, but I also was like, in retrospect, I was like, that was fucked up and really bitchy of me to say, because it's not as black and white as that. But it's hard as a woman. It's like they voted for a man who openly admitted to sexually assaulting women. You're a woman. I mean, it's hard. I know it's it's hard, but they didn't, but in their like their voting for i think what they thought was like the lesser of two evils are trying to do they, the right thing and now them now are they like, no and okay, like okay that's and good so, but it's just like i don't for me and communicating with my family uh-huh. and in this situation i just learned that being reactive in that way is not going to like make peace and like create a sense of trust with me and my family yes. members. Yeah, like, you're right. Literally going in and mean like, okay, great, you fucking racist, you misogynist assholes. Like, right. good thing you sided on the wrong side of history, Nazi. Like, yeah. just like laying into them and being like that cut and dry about it caused a lot more drama than it resolved. Like, okay, it was, fair enough. It ignited like a 48 hour period of like arguments with my mom, and like it was. Why just, did your mom vote for him? Because she's a Republican. She like votes. She's not voting for like. But he's not a Republican. He like defies party. Like he's not like to me. Donald Trump is not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's just Donald Trump. He like stands for himself. He represents himself. Yeah, but so it's like he doesn't represent any values whatsoever. That's the thing that I find so confusing to me. And I'm just like, he's not. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it either. Does she, wait, does, does she still like him? Is she like, yay, Trump? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, she. I just don't. I just have to accept that, like she and I are going to have different political beliefs and like the best thing for me to do is either not talk about them or like, I just need to avoid getting like ragey over them because it just causes more problems and it yeah, solves. No, I get it. And like, that's it. the hard thing is cause like, I don't have anyone in my life, like in my friend circle that is like identifies as like a Republican well, or like a have... Trump supporter and not that my family identifies as Trump supporters, but it's like, it's just a different perspective of me. And I truly get so enraged about it, but it's like, what does that really do at the end of the day? Like nothing. what does like being outraged do at the end of the day? And that's something I kind of thought about like at but a what's larger the alternative, scale though. What's well, the, what's the, the alternative, alternative is I guess like having like a tempered <laughs> conversation about it and saying like where you're coming from or just yeah. accepting that not all people view things the same way as you do. And like, hopefully you communicate and build trust and like move into a different understanding. Like, I just do you think don't... that's possible with your family? Like, do you think that there there is a version in which you have a tempered conversation in, in which that both parties walk away from it feeling enlightened? Maybe in the future. I mean, my brother and I really like sat down and talked about like had a tempered conversation and like heard each other and really communicated and like squashed our like good. drama or whatever. And I felt good about how we left that conversation. And like, I'm just over being like outrage and like outrage culture it just doesn't like i don't think it really does anything for me personally it's not like serving me to get like fucking furious at people like it doesn't i mean especially with family i i realized like when spending time with my own family which was really hard this christmas and um i've had one day where i just totally babed out my mom and just lost my shit at her because you know family whatever yeah And, and it did not 
it did not do anything. It she cried. It was just a nightmare. It like, yeah. truly like it served nothing. But it's hard because the alternative for me is to truly just shut down and like, yeah. be, and like leave my body, which like which I did. If and you, like, I did that over Thanksgiving when I was like getting. Tr- I was like triggered and trolled by everything everyone was saying for and like I was just like I'm not going to comment on this blah blah blah. So it's like how do you? Where's the happy medium of being able to speak your truth and be like it's I really, really disagree with this without being like what the fuck are you talking about like have you no idea what the fuck you've done like because it is it's like my issues with it with like anyone who voted for trump or it's like it goes deeper into like a personal history of sexual assault like it has so many layers and for everyone but i'm just speaking like for me and so it's it makes it complicated but i just learned that like getting fucking do they know that you were assaulted yeah, my mom knows. I've talked to her about him. Jake. Um, no, I haven't like explicitly like talked to them about that. I mean, but honestly though, you saying that to them, it's like it's really fucked up, but I feel like people cannot empathize with anything until they know someone that's close to them that has experienced something and then they're forced to learn and be better. It's like it's like a homophobe having a gay son, blah blah blah. I know, I but like it's also you- complicated like the way of like talking about like it's just a it's a process like it's a process uh-huh. that i'm like midway going through yeah. and it's not just like as easy as being like okay i'm gonna now tick off the list and tell every family member about this and like what it means to me it's like even when you do that it's not necessarily like oh now that door that box is ticked off and like i told right. my mom and it's fine now like it's it's layered and there's so many more conversations to have and it's like right. i think i was coming from a place too especially with my mom where it's like I want it to be like, okay, you've heard my story and know my thing. And now you need to change like your entire perspective. And it's like, that's not necessarily the way it's going to play out. And so you have to like, it's just a long process. And from, and at the end of the day, I just realized like coming from a place of like anger and outrage with them is not effective communicating and is going to make things hellish for everyone involved. So like, there i just can't do that i don't know what to do but i don't well that's I the thing that. it's hard it's like it's it really is always i feel like with family it's always damned if you do damned if you don't it's like kind of like you're putting these constant situations where you're losing either way it's like picking the lesser of the losing i mean it's it's weird like when i shut down and i just don't speak with my family like that doesn't feel good <laughs> no but, but also you, but, getting but, but ragey. in a weird way though it helps Get, I mean, honestly, like people always joke about like, you need wine to get through with your family. But like there was one night because my family doesn't drink. And there was one night where so I don't usually drink when I'm with them. I wait till I get home like a lady and then drink, <laughs> and then drink my sorrows away. <laughs> um, but there was one night where I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just actually drink with them at dinner. And it actually, truly, in a real way, helped. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding you. It was like all the anger, all the like weird shit just kind of washed away. And I was like drunk and I was like happy. And I was like, anyways, like it was just yeah. like fine. And I honestly felt like in that moment, I was like, this actually was like a productive use of drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was like, this is like a positive thing. And like whatever you need to do to get through it, like unscathed, like that's what you need to do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And it's just like a pro it's a process of figuring out like, I don't, it's growing up and like, going through shit with your parents and then like rehash like because i feel like every i feel like everyone has like a lot of reckoning to do there comes a time of reckoning between you and your parents where you have to be like okay they fucked up like all this shit and like kind of fucked me up in some ways Mm -hmm. and like that sucks and was unfair and like 
you have to like accept that and kind of like move on with your own life in whatever way mostly benefits you. Right. Right. But like, if you want to have a relationship with your family, it's like, it's an always changing way of like figuring out what the best way to communicate is and like forgiveness and like, and it's, and sometimes it's not, sometimes you have to cut people out. And I understand that. And I'm not saying that like everyone has to like make nice with their families, but it's like, you have to figure it's a, you have to figure out what your relationship is and what, how to get what you want out of a relationship with your family. And that's like kind of what I'm learning is not like, I'm just going to sit back and do me and like, be like, you can come to me assholes. And like, it's like, it takes two people to like forge something. And I don't want to be, I don't want to like get older and be like bitter at my parents. And like, cause like we're moving into now like this precious time of life where parents like, parents can pass away. Like we are in our thirties. Like it is totally reasonable for like parents to get sick and die, which is like dark. And I'm sad to have to say it, but also that's like something that's really been on my mind and being like, how do I want to spend these, like these years? Like, do I want to be like fighting and like raging out at my family and like being like the babe I was when I was 15 to 17 years old? Or do I want to be like, find a new way and like forge press forward my goal for every for family stuff is quality over quantity like for me it's like i need to learn how to say no and create boundaries with them Mm -hmm. so that when i do see them i'm like the best i can be yeah and i'm not completely destroyed like like you know what i mean like when my mom came it was like just too much time yeah it's too much time together and I really, that's why I blew up. And it's like, I would rather just see her like literally twice for dinner, like the family and then be okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just, I don't know. It's hard though. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Mine it's, is like, I really enjoy going home and I truly, I'm like, I went home and spent the entire time. Like I did not see a friend. Like I didn't yeah. go out for like drinks or like meet right. up with anyone. Like I literally just go home to see my mom and dad and brother. And that's like all I care about. Right. And I like doing that. And I want to do it more, but it's just like, it's not something I've done in the past. In the past, I've just been like, oh, I'm going to go for a few days over Thanksgiving, a few days over Christmas or whatever, but I'm making like more an effort. And so it's like, there's just going to have to be changes and everything to get through it. But ultimately, I think it was good. Good. Aside from me accusing everyone of being a white supremacist. Well, whatever. You know, you got to do what you got to do. No, it's not like they're (laughs) that, whatever. I'm very... I know, I know. I, I'm very anti. It's like it's to me. He, to me, it's not like someone voted for Bush. It's not like someone. No, voted I know, for Reagan. I know. It's, it's, it's divisive, so, but it also he's, so, he's truly like a disgusting character of like an evil. He's like, but Mr. kind Burns. of. Don't you think he's in Mr. a way? Burns. Don't you think in a way though? Like he wins when he makes people fight like that. When like to me, like in retrospect, having some distance from the fight, sort of looking I, back and saying like, but don't you think that? Who's like who's getting the power out of that situation? You're not by the, freaking the, the, out. The only way you can do that conversation is say we disagree. Uh, let's move on. I actually I would rather yeah. just not even. I I, can't. I know, but like by fighting, you just like right. feed into no, this it. like divisive thing, and yeah. so it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. So it's like how there just has to be like a different way of communicating other than like anger and outrage. Yeah. Let me know when you find that. I mean, look us constantly <laughs> searching. <laughs> Let me know when you find that magic Who cure. Knows? Black yeah. magic. I'm like Zoloft, anyways. Oh, yeah. um, well, oh, I had a really good. What? There was a really good, though, stepmom troll what that happened? Jenny did to my dad. 
What? Jenny. Jenny. Um, so my it was like I went over to my dad's house for oh, dinner. Did you get one Botox night. Are you there? Yeah, I got a little touch up. <laughs> oh, you look great. Thank you. I really like you with Botox. Thank you, honey. Um, I love it too. And I wanna I wanna get I wanted to get like a laser treatment of some sort, but then Jenny was like, You really need to be here. Like you can't because I got Botox like on the last day and like get on a plane and go. And she's like, I can't do like a laser thing on you and then send you off into the world. Like I need to be monitored afterwards. Oh. Cause it's like you burn your face. Like I just want to burn my face off and have, have the underneath like glow. baby skin glow. I'm gonna get the goop instavacial that yeah. Dan was telling us about. Yeah. I'm gonna buy that next. Wait, the- do you do you have Hanacures? I, I did them. I did them. I did them. You did all of them? Well, I gave one to Clarendini. Yeah. I know. This I'm is sorry. an interesting my skin is sensitive. You literally said to me, <laughs> you came to me and said I have the Hanukkah facial. I can't wait to try it with you. I got some and we're just going to do it together. I'm so excited. And then this is what, ha- this we're is gone. what you did with the La Mer too. I know you're trying to pit me against Clarendini. Yeah, I know. And guess what? It's not going to work. <laughs> Sisters unity. Sisters unite. I hate men. <laughs> um, but babe, I'm telling you, my skin is too sensitive. I like for it, a Hanukkah. Yeah. It's a little too sensitive. I get sensey skin. I mean, we know the Vintner's daughter, I, you know, which by the way, we have emails, I guess, from people. Who, oh my God. We got so many emails people have about been burned. By people Vintner. have been burned and we are Vintner's daughter truthers we are on Vintner's this podcast. Because I feel like no one's talking about it until uh, now. Literally everywhere you look. What are the emails? Okay. Let's get into those Hold emails. On, because I want to hear about the stepmom troll too, but. Okay. We'll come, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll come back, back to we'll that. Circle back. Well, okay. I'll just okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a short. So I walked into okay. my dad's house and we're all just kind of hanging. We're getting ready to go to dinner. Cause we go to this like insane fried chicken place. That's like a 40 minute drive away, like in the country, honey. And so we're my dad, our friend Mike had picked me up to bring me over to my dad's house. And then we're just like chatting my dad, Mike and I with Jenny before we leave. And my dad's like being like grumpy to Jenny. Like I think they had been like fighting or arguing about something, but my dad is just like sometimes a dick to her. And so she's like, she needs to find ways to like take back the power. And she does it with like micro trolls. And it's really incredible. Oh, that's impressive. So like he was being really grumpy and like rude and like, and then she was like, we were talking about something. I was like, Oh, Jenny, I like really want like lasering or like whatever. She does this other thing where she can like inject your like under your double chin and then it like, Oh, gets rid of your double chin. That's what I your need. Your double chin explodes into a massive chin and then like sucks away. I don't know how it works, but that's incredible. It's I incredible. That. And so we were talking about that. I was like, Oh my God, like I want this. I want that. Like what's this laser? And she's telling me about it. And then my dad starts like being grumpy <laughs> and she just goes up to him while he's like talking shit <laughs> and just was like, Oh, but you could just use a little bit and like lifted his like <laughs> neck flap up and like gave him like a hand facelift and she was like i think that would look nice and then i was just <laughs> dying i was like that is the truest what did say? he was just like hmm. <laughs> grumpy grump i know but oh. and my a jenny i live for a jenny micro troll i love that so that was a good one that's powerful yeah okay powerful. so what are these what are these vintner daughter emails okay so our vintner's daughter emails People, I guess, have been totally unsatisfied. So we had an email from Sarah who said, in recovery from Vintner's daughter. (gasps) Oh. 
I truly paused the pod to write to you. I too was lured into the Lux world of Vintner's daughter. And then I too was fucked by Vintner's daughter. It didn't cause me to break out, but I was hashtag blessed by a red rash and irritation all over my face. And I didn't see any sort of instant miracle elsewhere. So I sent it back from whence it came would join a support group to discuss further. Wow. I don't believe in the VD hype and actually the best night serum. I love that by the way, VD. I know she said lol. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The best night serum is what grandmas from time to time immemorial have used. Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair. The best day serum is SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic and extremely costly if that's fun. I have many more opinions on skincare. I think Ryan should be using Clinique Moisture <laughs> Surge product as a moisturizer instead of La Mer if anyone cares. Okay. It won't clog pores, no zits, and is super hydrating. Clinique is not chic, but what can you do? Um, yeah, <laughs> I actually agree with Sarah because I used that moisture surge and I loved it. Really? It's like 40, it's like $40. I just, I'm using this moisturizer from my dermatologist that she gave me. Yeah. And so, but when I went to get Botox, so I used to use the SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic and Jenny makes one of her own. Like she has her what own line there, of products. Moisturizer, it's like vitamin C serum shake. for like glow. Oh, nice. And so she it's gave me a bottle and it's amazing. Really? That's partially due to my glow now. And she can gave we, me like I a really good... It's like, yeah, I mean, you can try it. What are you talking about? I mean, it's like a thing that you would want to do every day. Yeah, but okay. But yeah, try it for a day. <laughs> I just want to see. <laughs> God. <laughs> what? If I, get, if I get the goop instafacial, we'll have to Well, we'll do that uh, talk together. to me when you have the goop instafacial, and then I'll see about giving you a hit of my CE. Oh my God. Okay, what else? Have Alex said? wrote us, and she said the subject was Vintner's daughter related angst. <laughs> I write this with a truly heavy heart. I too fell down the skincare wormhole and purchased a $35 sample as if paying 35 for a sample wasn't itself a troll of the serum and loved it. My skin glowed. I felt like I had finally found the one I told all my friends. I even reviewed your podcast as the Vintner's daughter of podcasts. I went ahead and ordered a full bottle and then everything changed. I started waking up with little whiteheads on my chin and nose area. I thought, no way it could be my beloved serum. I acted like a psycho girl who lashes out at all her friends for telling her her boyfriend is cheating. No way it could be Bintner's fault. It had to be my dairy, gluten, and sugar-soaked diet. My subpar drugstore cleanser. The detergent I used to wash my pillowcase. Anything but the serum. My brain had turned into goop. Long story short... Turned into goop. (laughs) My brain had truly turned into goop. Long story short, it was the serum. (gasps) I have found that if I use once every other day and night, I still get some glow, but less breakouts. Still don't feel the same after all this went down. Feel free to share with your listeners if you can spare them the same $180 turmoil. Honestly, like this needs to be out there. Yeah. This needs to be out there. You know, we're, we're all about justice, me and Laura, and like we, we care. We care. We care about we care you a little too much. <laughs> okay, so you know those I mean? were actually we just we only had two emails about vintners, <laughs> but, <laughs> but two was enough. And no, we're it is vin- enough. we are hashtag vintners truthers. We are vintners slaughter is the hashtag vintners slaughter hashtag vintners slaughter. We that's brilliant. We yes vintners slaughter. Vintner Do slaughter. not and everywhere I look, literally on every list, it's like goop net a porte into the gloss like. Violet, violet coat or violet gray violet or whatever. Gray, it's gray. like Vintner's daughter, get it or die. And I'm telling you, I think you'll die if you get it. Yeah, you'll die. Um. Okay. So that's like this week in Vintner's daughter truthering. <laughs> wow. I love this. <laughs> Please like, write I love this, in like Z storyline of like Vintner's. I truth. know. Please write in if you've experienced any trauma due to Vintner's daughter. We're compiling 
people for a class action lawsuit. Oh my god, a lawsuit. <laughs> a lawsuit. This a is class our lawsuit. action lawsuit. <laughs> my god, lol. Um, what else happened? Oh, oh we're doing dry January. We're doing dry January. I'm already trolled by it. Why? Oh, I don't care. I'm actually having the time of my life. Ryan, okay. What? Ryan, <laughs> TBD if you'll go the full I know. month. I probably will. I'll probably drink tonight. Full, you've never <laughs> gone a month. You're probably going to drink never, tonight. No, I won't drink tonight. And Ryan always does this thing where he's like, he's like, oh my God, babe, I stopped drinking and I haven't drank in four days and I feel incredible. I've never felt better. I'm glowing. My skin has improved like tenfold and like things are looking up. And then... He drinks like that night. <laughs> he, Ryan like goes on what I he know. thinks is like a booze cleanse, but it lasts no longer than like five or six days. Yeah. It's like the longest has made. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We've been six days and that's no, like normal. No, I, I gave up drinking for three weeks in the summer. I did that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, I know. My skin looked incredible, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. It looked really good. It looked good. But yeah. like four days is like, it's, it's a placebo. Like you're just, you're it's high nothing. off your own supply. I know. I know. But I think actually I am going to do it and I'll, and I'll use this podcast to keep me accountable. Yeah. Cause I'm, well, so I'm, it's doing... not, it's weird. It's like not hard for me. It's like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I honestly don't because when I do it the first few days, it's really not difficult. I'm not like sitting here being like, oh, I wish I could have a cocktail. No, it's not the first few days. It's, it's like the second to third week. Yeah, but then it's like, then I'm out. Where, where, and when it happens, like I'll be out to dinner with a friend and then like, I'll just order a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I guess it's not that complicated, but I'm going to stay. It's I, not. I, I you am just gonna, don't order it. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay dry the whole month because yeah. December was wet, honey. Mm-hmm. It was wet. I'm <laughs> was, just, I'm doing a, a dry month. January and then I have cut out dairy and bread, but I'm doing other things. And I'm eating pizza tonight. I'm trying. I know Ryan's trolling me. He's like, can you host tonight? Because we're having people over. And he's like, actually, can you host? And he's like, also, we're getting deep dish pizza. I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> well, those are your it's choices. It's actually really, it's those rude. Those are your choices. Because when Ryan went on a diet like two years ago when we lived together or three years ago. And by diet, you mean I just did not eat. Ryan became anorexic it for did. like... Four, four months, months. Yeah. yeah and he would eat two times a day once in like the afternoon he'd eat a wrap and then the next time would be dinner and he'd eat a piece of chicken and some vegetables and would and I not lost 30 pounds he would not eat anything other than that and it was the rudest it was so it was fucked up you know and rude and now great, i literally though. am like okay so i'm cutting just like three things out for a month and like respect my journey and he literally shits on it i know so. it's true I guess some, as as one listener said, some would say I'm hypocritical. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing gets past Ryan. No, I know what you're writing. Um, (laughs) So I went, when I got home, so part of my Christmas vacay was going through all my like old writings and stuff. And I had, I discovered a lot of poems and I discovered a lot of like writings they're not poems they're poems musing well i like to like so 
my whole life i've like fallen in love with people and when i fall in love i become like totally obsessed my with whole them. life i've been falling in love with people okay let's unpack that <laughs> the fuck well, are you talking about like i've had like great moments of like obs- i've had moments of great obsession with uh-huh. like a handful of people and I'm starting to realize through going back on like my writing about them that that obsession plays out mostly in my head and on paper, but rarely do I tell someone that I truly am obsessed with them. Oh, my little shy girl. I'm a shy girl. So I was just like lolling hard. Okay. What did you get? Okay. So I'll talk about, cause I want to read more of the like writings, but I'll talk about this one guy that I was like obsessed with. In my freshman year of high school. And his name is Andrew. And we started, I don't know how, I think, oh, we started talking on AIM. Like how everyone like started talking back then. But we like started talking on Instant Messenger. He was a senior at my high school when I was a freshman. And we would talk on Instant Messenger all the time. And then eventually it turned into like talking on the phone. And we'd like have like late night phone conversations. And I was like obsessed like we got we loved like the same music we loved dave matthews band talked about that all the time we loved like train like there were certain no. train songs that we like would drops really like connect no not drops of, it was um meet virginia i think we like really and like never got really like deep about i love a, train love a lyrics. train that's it was a b-side <laughs> a train TBD. b-side yeah so you don't know that song meet virginia no babe they had two songs hey soul sister which, by the way, hey, that, came out of was like that came out of recent. nowhere. I know that was that the show. was not in my train era. No, I know, but like it was crazy because they did drops of Jupiter, and you're like, okay, well, bye. We'll never see you again. And then, Atomic, hey, soul sister, did the wind sweep you off your feet? feet. Did um, you finally get a chance to dance? You really thought they were done, and then, way. hey, soul sister came out, and you're like, wait, what? Like it's so like rare that a band has a second hit like that years later. So Andrew and I talked on the phone a lot in my freshman year like in i think maybe in the summer after eighth grade through like kind of fall of my freshman year and then i was dating this other guy like in the like fall winter of freshman year and it was right we dated for like two months and it was right before new year's eve it was y2k 1999 and so there was like in oklahoma people would have these like farm parties that like their their parents had like a farmhouse or something like you they'd just be like we're going to the farm and like throw a huge rager and then everyone would drive like out into like a fucking middle of nowhere to a farm and just like party wow so there was some sort of like farm party and i went with my boyfriend at the time and i realized that like i did not want to date him anymore i was like over it and so i just broke up with him at the party and then so I could make out with Andrew when the clock struck midnight. Uh, so I dumped Stuart, my boyfriend, and then went and found Andrew. And like right whenever it was so romantic, right when everyone was counting down, we like slipped outside and then had like an epic make out. Where was Stuart? He was like crying somewhere. <laughs> it was sad. It was really harsh. Oh my God. Laura, it was a, what? Jesus. It was just, it was a real At babe least you moment. did a nice thing by like breaking up with him and not just cheating on him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's, nice in retrospect i think it's nice at the time it was like pretty savage because he still had to give me a ride home after the no 
He gave you a ride home after you dumped him and made out with someone else? I went with him and a friend and they had to give but you me a didn't ride know, home. But you didn't know that you made out with that guy at midnight, right? No. Okay, but good. I just needed for my conscience to be clear to not be tethered to yes. my ex. And so I dumped him and then like Andrew and I slipped out. And then as like the clock struck midnight, we had like the most like romantic, like ferocious midnight make Where is he now? I don't know where he is now. <laughs> I think maybe in Oklahoma or maybe in like Texas or okay. somewhere. I mean, I saw him like a few years ago and he like, we're friendly to each other and whatever, but the con- I don't know. I haven't been connected to him in a long time. So I became obsessed with him and I wanted to be with him after that. And then there was this like really awful moment, like where he basically like, it was me. I was having a sleepover at a friend's house and he and a couple other guys came over to like hang out with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then like he and I were alone and we like made out and he told me that he couldn't date me because I was too young. And he was like, I want to, but I just can't and I'm not going to. Wow. And he was like conflicted, but just like laid down the law and I was devastated, like oh, no. crying and everything. So, oh, okay, so when I decided I had a crush on him, I just I wrote him a letter and I don't I found the letter which so makes me think that sent I don't I think I did give it to him but then he gave it back to me oh. which is a true yikes a true yikes that's a true troll but on the letter I left it on his car and on the front of it it said Andrew you did an amazing job today smiley face I don't know what like maybe a presentation in like chapel or something yeah. I'm not sure maybe he played music I can't remember letter says dear Andrew I know that you want to know who I like So I thought I would write you this note and tell you all about it. I guess I should start by telling you why I like this person. First of all, he makes me smile. Every time I think (laughs) about him or talk to him or see him, I can't help but smile. He is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He understands things that other people don't. And he knows how to have great conversations. I can never get bored talking to him. Whenever I see him, I get that shortness of breath feeling. And it's the most amazing feeling because I'm so glad that I have it. But at the same time, I'm so afraid that it's going to all go away. I couldn't ever get up the courage to tell you in person. But the person that I like, the one that gives me that feeling, is you. I don't know the next time I'll get to talk to you, but I need to as soon as possible. But I just wanted you to know this. So I will talk to you later then. Good luck at SPC. (laughs) No, no. I love just the drama of it all. So drama. The earnestness of it all. Mm -hmm. And then just like the mundaneness of like, okay, good luck at SPC. Yeah, I was like dropping into that saying something so like deep pretty much. But then then also like, like, bye, good luck at practice. Yeah. It's like. It's so adolescence in a nutty show. Yeah, it, it was. Is. And so then Oh my god, I'm so Once he didn't return, once like I think after the ball dropped or in midway through my session I'd write like little paragraphs about him. And like this was what I would kind of do with like a lot of guys that I liked and so I would write here's one of the paragraphs. Andrew is a pearl. This pearl has had time to sit and be cultivated and has been patient enough to let itself be shaped. It is the most beautiful pearl in the ocean. It has taken years to make this pearl what it is. Holding it in my hand, it is smooth with no flaws. A brilliant gleam comes off it. It is truly beautiful. (laughs) Andrew with the pearl earring. Wow. I love it, honey. And then... My little artiste. I know. Here's another... Here's another... Is that about Andrew? Yeah. Oh my God. Andrew is an ocean. I have waded in the shallow parts of this ocean. I have seen how deep the ocean is, and I long to get to swim in it and explore it. Swim in it. It is full of beautiful coral reefs and tropical fish. How do you know? You're in Oklahoma. The colors are bountiful. (laughs) There is a wide array. I don't know when I will be able to explore and reach the true depths of it. I don't think I will ever get the chance. (laughs) Well, you were right. I was right. You were right. 
So yeah, that was like my aunt. That was my obsession. And I found a lot more, which I can share on coming weeks of the podcast. But that was like, I was just discovering these little gems. God, it's Oh my God. What? And then, oh, here's another one. I have decided that love is deceiving. And then I wrote out his full name. And (laughs) and then I wrote love deceiving. No. I was truly traumatized by love we're like i bind you andrew i know doing harm to others i've decided that love is deceiving oh my god honey the best too was that i would write i found this like book of quotes Uh uh-huh she one of the quotes is a dave matthews band it's like am i right side up or upside down that's been my favorite dave matthews band song for literally ever it's the best yeah. I love it. It is song. the most romantic song. Like, I would do that song as like a first dance at my wedding. <laughs> Hope I can meet a bro that's into that. I'm sure you can. Okay. So I kept a book of saying and here are the sayings in it. I wrote down three and then gave up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the intention and the complete just bailing. Yeah. It. One was Do you know what the best way to make a dream come true? You wake up. Oh. Said by Vincent from Excess Baggage. Oh. <laughs> no. Really? The, the the oft forgotten Alicia Silverstone <laughs> movie that basically ruined her career. Yeah, no, I'm, I was really moved by that. That is hilarious. so much so that I took a quote from it and wrote it in my quote book. That is so fucking funny. Then, oh, here's a good one. There's no such thing as too late. That's why they invented death. Charles Gordon from Out to Sea. <laughs> oh, what the fuck are you talking? Who's that? Like another little known like comedy movie, oh I think. Oh my god. Um, and then here's my final quote before I gave up on my quote book. Men are jerks, dead or alive. Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. <laughs> you watched Buffy? Yeah. Oh, I loved Buffy. Yeah. Buffy was I was great. obsessed with Buffy. Wow. So yeah, I just, and there was so much of this stuff, but it was cool to be at home and like look back through your writings because you start to realize, like you start to kind of see your identity, like how you formed your identity and like it so still informs like who I am today and like how I feel and Mm -hmm. like my sensibilities. And I realized too that I am a poet. You are a poet. I'm a deep And now now you know it. And I know it. And you know it. So it's exciting. That is exciting. I'm happy for you. Thanks, honey. Um, let's talk about some highs and lows of 2017. We already did on the episode. No, that we did. didn't. Yeah, we, we talked did. about 2015 and 2016. I'm um, pretty sure we talked about 2017. No, we didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh. Are you losing energy? No, I'm fine. I'm right here. I am present. Okay. I'm You're here. just laying down and starting to get a glazed look in your eye. Well. It's from not being able to talk for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan needs the spotlight back on him, honey. <laughs> He's like, wow, that's so amazing. Oh, my God. Incredible. Oh, my God. I'm so good for you. So happy for babe, you. And I love it's it. It's like a robot. I'm like, honey, babe. Yeah. Uh, troll. His hand. Lol. One hand is in his pants. He's horizontal on the couch and just is like over it. <laughs> so I just wanted to check in and see if you're still with I'm us. I'm still here. Oh, okay. oh, my God. Oh, oh, I'm back. oh, my God. He's alive. I'm back. He's come alive. <clears throat> She's alive. All right. Let's go. What is this? What are we doing now? Oh, highs and lows. Okay, sure. Well, what well, are yours? I, I wrote a list. I don't really know. I mean, I, how do you like Because we didn't do, and I guess I can. Re- I'll release that thirty-minute episode as like a supplement content to this. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not a fully yeah. It's not a fully formed journey. I think it's fine. 
Anyways. So, okay, 2017. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, what I do that's, I, bleh, I worked a lot. Oh, Provincetown was a huge highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Uh, I, getting Will and Grace was great. Um, I've, uh, I don't know. That was it. That was it. I don't know. This year's been going by really fast. I was just, I've been in a writer's room for literally the entire yeah. year. So You've been working a ton. Yeah. So I, I feel like I haven't even been present for 2017 yeah. that much because I've just been working. But um, it's been good. I had a lot of anxiety problems this over the summer that kind of like lingered a little bit. And that was a low. That was a low. <laughs> that, was a, that was a dip at low. Yeah, that was low. <laughs> that was low. Um. And that was, yeah, that was hard. So there's been hard. I mean, it's weird. It's like, I feel like as you get older, the sun's stupid, but it feels like things just get better and better and harder and harder simultaneously. So it feels like things are going great, but they're also kind of, they're attached to these harder moments. Mm -hmm. They just kind of seem to go hand in hand. It feels like you can't have one without the other. It's a yin yang. It's a total yin yang. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that it's over. Um, and I hope 2018 is going to be good. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have like a weirdly positive feeling about 2018. That's good. Yeah. Like I felt like really energized by it and not in a way that was like manic, like not in a way that's like, Oh my God, this is weird. Everything fucking changes. Like going crazy. It's just like, okay, like I'm excited for this year and like excited to like do my thing. Totally. Um, so what were your, what well, you- I made a list oh, okay. <laughs> cause I like to go back and I love, I love a list and I live for she a list. Loves a list and I like to go back and remember like what I was doing all year and like uh, just highs what and What were you doing this year? <laughs> <laughs> a lot actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because it helps put the year into perspective. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of the time I would get frustrated and be like, Oh my God, years go by and I like, don't know what's happening. And like, it's a yes. good way to check in with yourself and like, see if you liked like where you were at and if you liked what you were doing or if you didn't. And then like you get to now just, that I've done it for three years in a row, you start to see how things change. I want next year for me to do things other than work. I realized this year was just all work. And then my emotional state was kind of not per great. So I think for 2018, I, I don't believe in resolutions or anything like that, but I kind of, I want to volunteer at the LGBT center and um, I kind of want to just carve out more of a life for myself because I realize that I don't have a lot of hobbies other than writing yeah. and um, being with friends and like going to yummy dinners. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I just kind of want to diversify my interests and kind of find other things. I love that. So we'll see. Um, so my best... Should I just read the whole thing? Yeah, just read the I feel whole thing. nervous now. No, just read the whole thing. Okay, the best things: Riverdale. Disagree. <laughs> Good time. I don't know what that is. Molly's game. No, I loved that. I didn't like Molly's game. Going to Japan. Chic. Riding bikes around Kyoto. Why not? Starting sexy, unique podcast. Love. Starting babe. Yeah. Launching the Patreon for Sup. All right. Camping in the high Sierras. TBD. Um, Jenna and Andy, two of my friends got married and I officiated their wedding, which FYI listeners, I officiate weddings. If you're in the market. Oh my God. Hilarious. You should make I'm an ordained minister and I will. Yeah. Reverend Laura. Reverend Laura Marie Shane Halls. Thank you very much. And I will come and officiate your wedding for a fee that we can discuss. (laughs) (laughs) We can work out the details. Going home for Thanksgiving, getting Botox, feeling more connected to my family, going on antidepressants. Yes. Skipping that uh, one. 
wow. That is, you're so, you're so mushy. You are just still a teen girl with, over I am. with Andrew. Okay. Um, another, it was an Andrew adjacent moment. Yeah. Um, feeling supported by my friends. Who? <laughs> Who supported you? <laughs> Therapy, love the Grizzly Bear album coming yes, out. That's being great. in the Losing All Sense music video, yes, great music doing video. Doing a Dead and Company mini tour. Uh, confused by that. Um, okay. Bobby Love, who's, who's this, Bobby like, Love? It's a random oh, I know, person. Know, yeah, you know yeah. who that is. Yeah. Bobby Love. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great. babe, and I can get into. I can. We can tell a Bobby <laughs> yeah. Love story more. Yeah. Buying a massive crystal in quartzite. Waste of money. Camping in Arizona. Maybe Mountain View Saturday night because I got super close to John Mayer and just like was on mushroom like the John Mayer because he plays in dead and Co- company oh, right, right, so right. i went to a show and got super close to the front and then was on oh, like the perfect like, mix like close like a friend but yeah no not yet <laughs> 2018 um mountain view sunday night great provincetown yes there she is uh i did this workshop living with intent where i meditated and felt called to write a book <laughs> and then didn't write it which was on the worst list is that i didn't follow <laughs> you were the, the intent only went so far um working with you on Lawler's. oh that was great too bad an r.i.p um but- i had a date a 24-hour date at the parker oh, which was, was really fun. fun riding electric bikes in catalina Cheap. riding electric bikes across the golden gate bridge yes. seeing my sister more okay i had lunch with emma roberts that was fun <laughs> I went on reality checked with Amy Phillips. Oh, that was really fun. fun. We went yeah. to the Watch What Happens live taping in LA. Oh, I for that. Jordan's birthday party was What a was fun that? Night. Did I go that? It was the Lyric Hyperion. Oh, we that was really there, fun. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Um, job getting more job opportunities. Um, oh, you skipping meeting. Some. I skipped a couple yeah, yeah. just like relationship ones that are <laughs> my personal info. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Meeting Takashi and Setsuko in Japan, who were the Japanese deadheads of their store, and I wrote about them. Getting a handle on my tax drama. Love that. Uh, Shooting Healing with Heather, which is a web series that will come out this year. Doing Henry's Pen Pal program. Love those cuties. Went to a King Cruel concert. Oh, nice. Went to LCD Sound System, which was actually like really fun. Um, I tripped acid for the first time. Shot another web series, Savage Talks. Um, it's with this woman, Amanda Savage, who's a comedian. I did like oh, an episode uh-huh. of her to- yeah, talk yeah. show. Uh-huh. Handmaid's Tale, Alias Grace, <laughs> Glow, Glow, Mother, and Ryan, Ryan Rupert. Rupert moving back to LA. Oh, our cutie Ryan. So that was all the best things. Okay. Now, I love you included Mother on that. But anyway. I loved Mother. Wait, worst. Oh, worst. God, your first. Hangover at the Wine Expo. <laughs> that was truly the top that was worst. was the worst, yeah. Pump Podcast shutting down. Yeah. Uh, I went through a breakup that was bad. I went into a depressive K-hole. I had to Airbnb my apartment a lot. I watched the girlfriend experience. Didn't love it. (laughs) I hated it, actually. Dealing with my tax problems, throwing up out of an Uber, TBS passing on my show, The Sex Whisperer. Um, (laughs) Being a monster to my family for two days over Christmas, disassociating from reality thanks to depression (laughs) and anxiety. there's a no, smoothie. don't. I know, I know. There was know. a specific a smoothie, smoothie that, that so made the list. Day. Yeah, it was not so smooth. Having to quit therapy. Um, my car slowly oh. breaking down, being broken, scared, fighting with my sister, and not talking for two months. Feeling so sad on my birthday. Really? Um, this big project I was on fell apart. Pitching lollers to non lollers <laughs> and having them pass. <laughs> God. Feeling disconnected from certain people that I dated. Worrying about my brother, missing my friend's show in New Orleans, 
I missed two friends, really good weddings, or I missed two. two <laughs> I missed two really good, good friends, friends weddings. weddings, which made me really sad. Um, sexual tra- sexual assault trauma being re-triggered by Weinstein stuff, blowing off deadline every deadline <laughs> to write a pilot and book proposal. By the way, you've been writing that for <laughs> since the day I met you. You've been writing a pilot for five years. I've been writing both a pilot and a book proposal for, for five, five years. years. But no. you know what? A book proposal, no, you've been writing for like a year. Yeah, for a year for, and a well, half. a year and a half, yeah. But a pilot, you've been writing for five years. I've been years. writing a pilot for five years, and it, you know what? It's just my process. I just have to come to terms with that my process has been long, and now I'm looking to change that. Yeah. Um, We you had an argument okay. about Babe that oh, right. was yeah. sad, but we got over it. We did. I did a little too much K one night. <laughs> You were not okay. <laughs> and then the last thing with Sex in the City three being canceled was really truly one of the worst possible I know, especially things. Especially because I, I I know from inside sources what the movie was going to be, and it was going to be really good. Oh yeah, what was it going to be about? I don't know if I can say that. Why? Because it's, it's like over now. Info. No, it's like I can't say it. Okay, well, you'll tell me offline. Yeah. I think you already did. Yeah. But uh, when he told me, I was so devastated, and I, I know, still am. Dev- really I still think like twenty seventeen was, was a year of like legitimately and literally fiery trolls from all angles and sex in the city three was like a one shining beacon of hope despite all the trolls that then got we got the ultimate troll was no sex in the city three and it's unfair and i want justice i know justice for sex in the city three i know like kill off samantha if that's what you have to do yeah bittner's daughter and sex in the city three are what we're seeking justice for we are we are a very political podcast and we're incredibly woke and political and well-informed, <laughs> and we demand justice for Vintners and Sex in the City 3. And I know I said I wasn't going to get outraged anymore, but I'm fucking furious. I really feel like because the world is so fucking heavy and dark right now that I have been like losing myself in like meaningless K-holes like with skin. And there was actually an article about this that I read yeah. that, that this year people have been exerting control over like their skin because it gives them a set, like a Yeah, you brought control. that up. Oh, last did I bring time. that up? Yeah. <laughs> I also have I also have Alzheimer's in this. <laughs> I'm like, I miss I love 2016. <laughs> um so yeah, I mm, What? I don't know. It was a the year actually looking back on this past year was not as bad as I kind of had thought it was because there were a lot of like there was like a lot of bad things that happened. But then when I realized and when I made the list I and looked back, like I cross reference with my ca- Google calendar just to kind of tri- like trigger memories. And then I kind of thought like, wow, I did a lot of things that I was really proud of this year and like grew in a lot of ways. And I'm going to say that I did not have a great year. I did not have a great year, if I really think about it. But I accomplished a lot. Like, yeah. I wrote a fucking movie for a studio. Mm-hmm. I got Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. I wrote eight episodes of special. Mm-hmm. I pitched a show. Mm-hmm. And I just outlined a movie with Jonathan. So yeah. I, I, I was fucking crazy busy. Yeah. Crazy busy. You doing worked tons. hard. I worked really hard but this year. But you always work hard. I always work hard. You've never not worked hard. But, 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 but no, I, I have always worked hard. But this has been... Like, I, I've worked hard and not had things come of it. But this was like, you know, my first job writing a movie. Did that. Got my first... My biggest TV job. Yeah. And wrote an entire series by myself, which was so hard without a writer's room. And I did it. I like. I was so not thinking I could do it. I did it, mm-hmm. and I just finished it. So it really felt like okay, great. And I did that while having a full time job too. Yeah. So it was just like I wrote. You know, I wrote. I mean, you. Were, I you did. A, I've done a lot. Career wise, are killing it. 
I know, but it just, it, but personally, like this was not the best year. I mean, yeah. my relationship with Jonathan was great, but my anxiety was so crazy and mm-hmm. like it lasted for so long and I was feeling the lowest I've ever felt. So it really has made me kind of take a step back and be like, okay, like I, I need to do things differently to yeah. kind of manage my anxiety. Yeah. So, um, that's what this year is all about because I, I, I don't ever really worry about my career. Of course I worry about it cause I'm a TV writer and nothing's guaranteed, but, um, I think that I will always have a work ethic and I will always be working. Yeah. That's not, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. That's not like a big red problem for you. Yeah. For me, it's a bit of a problem and that's what I'm working on. But like, it's at least you recognize it. But I think I need to have, I want a fuller life. I want, Mm -hmm. I want more interests. I want, more hobbies. I want to give back in a way that feels meaningful mm-hmm. because I feel like just put it, pouring all of your stuff into work, which I, I love. I love, I, I love what I do. So it's not like a, an avoidance thing, but I think I just need some more texture. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was not fun. So, yeah, I want, I want to know what your list is. I want I to know, know if anyone else has a list that they want to share with me. If anyone else does this exercise, because I'm really obsessed with making lists. I, well, like, I can honestly love it. say Provincetown was the highlight. And then my anxiety attack, which came like literally two right weeks after. later, was the low light. Yeah. Which lasted for like four months. Yeah. So. I love a list. If you want to email me your list, send it. I'll read yeah, it. Yeah, we'll read it. Yeah. It's fun. If, let us know if you want us to read it. Otherwise, like, you don't, you can you don't have to. You can just like send it because I oh, love to then, just know about people's wait, lives. Wait, also, write us... Um, to let to let it we'll let you know if you're bathing oh out. wait yeah we have a we have a we, new advice call we're, so we have a new advice portion of this podcast that's yeah. called is it babe to dot 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 and yeah. so this is where you the listener can write into us and ask if you're being a babe or like is it babe to xyz so we have one submission oh great that i'll read okay from candy subject wait, is your it- name's candy i'm obsessed <laughs> I'm already, I'm already on board. I'm hooked. Candy writes, I'm hooked. is it babe to lock yourself in your room and fall asleep at your own holiday party that you threw while a bunch of guests are dancing in your living room? My boyfriend took charge, but I DK if I babed out or not. Why'd she do it? Um, Was she drunk? I, I need more information. I need more information. I need more info. I, I think I, I say that you can do whatever you want at your party. Like, but it depends. Like what was... What was the reason why she did that? Yeah. She too- are you causing drama? Are you yeah. like freaking out? Are you doing it, is it for attention or are you just tired? Yeah. Because if yeah. you're just tired, then no. No. That's fine. And that's totally fine. But if yeah. you're like wasted. If you're just over it or, or if you're just too wasted and you know that you just yeah, want to be done. Yeah, that would be fine too. Yeah. But yeah. like I need, we need more context clues. We need more on. Oh yeah. We hello. <laughs> We're not mind readers. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, <laughs> our powers only extend so far. <laughs> Try again, Candy. <laughs> Try again. Like, shut moving up. On. Anyways. Um, so yeah, wait, what should we call it? Is it babe too? Or should yeah. we call it am I babe? I like am I babe. Babe or no babe. Babe or no babe. Yeah. Babe or babe. Yeah. Babe yeah. or babe. Just ask us if you're babing. Whatever. We'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Some people also, if you notice, Twitter comments have been like, what is a babe? Have I you know. seen those? Yeah, I've seen that. Well, what is a babe? A babe, like when you're like, when you're babe, it means you're doing behavior that is questionable. Yeah. And, and, you're, and you're concerned. Out, and people are concerned. Yeah. And you're being a psycho. Yeah. That to me. And then a babe is like uplifting. It's like cool. Like yeah. you're betting your life. You ha- you're, you're empowered. Power. Yeah. You're like really thriving. Yeah. And then like babe with like a period is just like 
I'm intervening on whatever it this is yeah. or like your actions are just it's not even like a question it's no, just like, it's a, like stop. a statement yeah it's a statement like the question has been answered yeah it's not, it's not we good. no longer have to ask a question no it's confusion. like yeah we so know it's not really that great yeah you yeah. don't want to be a, a babe period. yeah a babe that's period like, is like actually a one step like below the babe. Yeah, that's the last. That's stage the last. You can't go. Where you have to change your behavior and get that. back to babe exclamation. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we all live hopefully in a babe place with a with some forays into babeville. Babe? Yeah. But to live in a state of babe is is dark. Is dark. Yeah. And we just but we know it happens. Yeah. It happens. That ain't what we've you all want. lived there, so it's fine. But it's also not fine. Um yeah. no it's not. It's never okay. So let's talk about our babes of the week. Oh, okay. Mine is um this girl at my gym who is wearing a spiritual gangster t shirt. Um I have seen these pop up in LA and I have been silent. <laughs> <laughs> and um it's even though I see them and I they remind me so much of these t-shirts that I had in high school that people wore called Jesus is my homeboy. Oh, I had one of those. Jesus you had a Jesus when was Jesus your fucking homeboy? I had a Jesus is when my was homeboy. Jesus your homeboy. I was 19 years old. I was living in Oklahoma. It was right after I'd graduated from high school and Jesus is my homeboy and Von Dutch were like the hottest things but and Jesus so Jesus was not your homeboy. I know, but I loved that shirt. I thought it was like I thought it was so clever and hilarious and cool. And wow. I went out and bought a Jesus is my homeboy so shirt. Spiritual gangster to me is so gross. <laughs> like like I just see it and I like my like I just get goosebumps. I, I like my eyelashes fall off. Like, I'm literally like, I'm like I like a tooth just like falls into my lap. Here's the deal with spiritual gangster. It's fucking garbage. When I first saw it You might as well just put a shirt that just says LA garbage. When I first like, saw it, out. I was really into spiritual gangster. Like I almost like, bought Yeah, like I Laura, almost you bought have a weird thing about like bad t-shirts you what do you mean it's like you have like one that was like whiskey vodka tequila like oh yeah love. i did that was like from like five years ago or six That's years ago still, still too soon but i kind of like that it's so bad like it's i like so a bad shirt bad. like that but babe it's so bad that it's like you can't even reclaim it that's how bad it is mm, like, i don't know no, i think anything you can can't be reclaimed. wear a spiritual gangster shirt well not now but like I think you could. The fuck does that even mean? A spiritual it means, gangster. I was just so like intrigued you're, and you're I was a like, I need person this. who's spiritual? You're like a threatening <laughs> person who's spiritual? It's just like, like you're I'm like, scared. You're like, a fucking spiritual gangster. You're like a fucking powerhouse. You're weaponizing your spirituality against me? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. It's like, fuck off. Like, Everything you say rolls off if my back because I'm a gym, spiritual I hope that gangster. You sweat so hard that it causes the ink to smear and bleed and it ruins your fucking shirt. <laughs> I am like I I'll love also, like a, I love a spiritual gangster moment. It's a true. Babe. I will literally go home and light a dip tea candle for you because I'm genuinely concerned. Well, because that my thought process when I first was exposed <gasps> to spiritual gangster was that I saw it on like a clothing racket, like a hot Pilates studio, and I was like, oh my god, this is everything. Like I need Were you, this is that as a joke. And I almost like, I was just like intrigued. You know, with like the what? shirts that said like kale on them. Yeah, but ew. Laura, I know, but I god. just. It's, Speaks to just that part of me. That is weird. I didn't buy them. That is a babe place. Okay, well, I'm not into. I'm into more laughing about that and not shaming things that I like because I think that that's a very like girl thing. Like I think that women like that kind of stuff. Clearly, that's why they wear oh, yeah. it to the fucking gym. And but like, it's, it's spiritual. Oh my god, it's just so. It bad. was a two babe, and so when it's I looked bad. at those shirts and I had a moment <gasps> of reckoning, we should, make, we should make babe shirts. I know. I should had we a do moment. That? Yes, I had a moment of reckoning. <laughs> Where I was like, 
do I get this shirt or is this like too babe? Was this at Wanderlust or something? I've had I've had moments of reckoning there. I've had to really do a babe check in with shirts, yeah. and I don't buy them anymore. Good, good because. But I love that I love them, and like I will I will fully admit that like. If I had unlimited financial resources, I would have a spiritual gangster shirt in my closet That's right now. Sick. I'm literally like <laughs> my teeth are chattering. It's like <laughs> it just got it just dropped like forty degrees in your apartment. I have like icicles like forming. You on have my questionable fashion choices. Too, I do though. not. Uh, you definitely. What are you do. talking about? You've tried on some really unclear clothes that have been like avant-garde that i've had oh, to truly yeah, troll you over you know, like that sleeveless shirt yeah so we all I, go there we all go there but i try to go there less and less i would say advise you to maybe stop being such a hypocrite <laughs> as one of our <laughs> listeners said one of our dear readers one of our readers <laughs> tell the readers <laughs> so all spiritual right, gangsters are your babe yeah, of the week what is your babe um, my baby of the week is Tara Reed. Oh, she was, really? Yeah. Well, okay. she was just spotted What's in. She, she was spotted in Mexico, I think, being on a beach. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's Tara's been in fun Mexico. In front of the sun. Tara's oh, thinner wow. than ever. <gasps> oh, she's not no. looking good. Tara, oh, honey. Oh my god. Babe, Tara is. Oh, I'm concerned. Oh, wait, her boots. She's. Oh my god. Okay, here's the deal. Wait. Tara? I did not see that coming. So she t- just did a full reveal of her. Oh my God. That yeah. is scary. So babe. Tara Reed was just spotted on the uh, beach in Mexico. And I was looking at the pictures. I was like, Oh my God, she looks way too thin. Like sad. everything's bad. She's like on the beach. And then I scroll down to the see boots. that she's wearing short, sparkly Ugg boots in on the beach which means on the beach like she's cold she's like too cold it's freezing she's freezing cold because she weighs 10 pounds and is now wearing sparkly uggs on the beach which is a true oh no babe so i'm concerned oh my god wearing sparkly uggs on the beach while being too thin is definitely a scary and she wears a hoodie yeah she's been a hoodie, a hoodie but, but also hoodie. she's wearing a hoodie that she's not zipping up so you no. can still see her body so yeah. it really it provides no warmth whatsoever no and then she's just like thin as a rail oh god she is so thin. she's too thin and then these oh, wait she's drinking beer okay, she's she's, drink, she's, she's, she's boozing yeah. she's in paradise <laughs> oh, <and then> she's <gasps> bent over and oh, she's just like no she's yeah. oh honey oh god oh god she's Please. not well oh it looks so sad and she has these big boobs too that makes it look weirder yeah know? these implanty look oh wait babe her butt i know oh Tara, so Tara's in like a really fragile. Oh, I mean, she's babe. been in a fragile place, but it's a babe. She's she's my babe of the babe, week. She looks like eighty pounds. I'm I know. not kidding you. She's very anorexic. I think. Well, yeah, no, it's definitely. It just it. makes me sad. But the Uggs on the beach was a true <laughs> moment where I knew that things were really, really wrong. Like yeah. a sparkly Ugg. Anytime you put Uggs on, it's like it's you should question help. your. Oh come on! I have my slippers. I know, but babe, I have like a pair of short black Uggs that I've been tempted to put on, and it means something when what do you, you mean, wear like outside the apartment. Yeah, one oh, time I was going through a really TBD period of like brain, like just like chemical imbalance, I think, and I put on my short black Uggs, and I went to the Beverly Center and got a pumpkin spice latte <laughs> and walked around the Beverly Center, and I knew that things were not okay. <laughs> When was this? <laughs> this was like a couple years ago. It's insane. It was crazy. But I wow. and I wore a, a hoodie unzipped similar to the one that Tara's wearing and took myself to the Beverly Center. So I just know on a spiritual gangster level that yeah. Tara is not okay. Oh, she's spiritually starving. Yeah. So sad. 
She's uh-huh. my babe, and I hope that it gets better. Yeah. People have told me before uh, when I lived in Chicago that I looked like Tara Reed. No. I'm thank you, but it was like a something that people said often. Actually, to me. when you're blonde, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I see it. Do I love it? No. I but see it, do but I, see I it? Yes. choose to not see it. Well. All right, guys. Well, I think that's it. Us. Write us um, in. Oh, we ha- also have a survey. Oh, let us know if you want us to make you ba- make babe shirts. Oh, yeah. Like Tell us about babe merch because we would love be to make babe fun. merch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That'd be fun. I would love some babe know, merch. I don't know how to do that, but we'll Well, guess what? <laughs> I'll probably do it. <laughs> I don't expect you to do it. <laughs> Tell us fun. if you want me to get the ball rolling on making merch because I would be... I would totally be down to merch that's really funny we'll do we do like babe question mark shirts yeah yeah that's great i love a merch opportunity okay and then also we have a survey on our website babepodcast.com that you can take and laura just showed it to me today because like people have taken it yeah people have taken it where we haven't mentioned and so and it's good for us like as we move forward and grow the podcast to like know what our demographic is so if you're a listener and you want to weigh in and make your spirit known yeah. In a very real way, go to babepodcast.com, scroll down, and you will see a button that says take our listener survey. And you can take it for this podcast and my podcast if your heart desires, but you don't necessarily have to. All right. Well, the lady said it. And <laughs> we love you. We love you. God love you. And that is God it. God love you. Good night, my darling. My darling. <laughs> my darling. My darling. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.